A dedication to the world. A dedication to the world here. And verse number 15, that whosoever, that continuous thought, if you will, from verse 14, hey, focus on me. And then he explains what he needs to focus on, that whosoever. I believe that whosoever is each and every one of us here that is lost. Uh, and if we've accepted Christ as Savior, our name is there. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Each one of us are listed there. Our name is right there in the book. That whosoever. Nicodemus, no doubt, his attention was on Christ at this moment. But then Christ explains this dedication. And verse number 6, For God so loved the world. Amen. That's each and every soul that's on the face of this planet. Uh, 7.9 billion and quickly approaching 8 billion people on the face of the planet. That's a massive amount of people. Each day, each second, there's an estimated calculator now online. As you see, people that pass on into eternity, but then also are born into those, that number exponentially grows and increases each and every second of the day. 7.9, for God so loved the world. And that's each and every one of those individuals. We see the dedication because He gave His only begotten Son. And here we see the dedication because He repeats that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And you, you read these words in verse 17 and 18 uh, of the world and uh, the condemnation of it. And who, who if they, we just believe in, in, in the name of the only begotten Son, the Jesus Christ, and we see the dedication, no doubt, to the entire world. And I, and I hope this morning that we're, we're focused on Jesus Christ. And I know it's a Memorial Day weekend, and, and, and rightly so, we, we need to pay tribute. We need to remember those that gave their life for our freedoms. Amen. But let us also remember the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us be focused on Him. We need to give Him the reverence as well. We see the dedication uh, to the world. And, uh, and I'd I like us to see God's plan unfold. I mentioned that uh, earlier because there's a dedication that was prophesied. Uh, God, uh, before the world began, tells us in Titus 1-2, He promised us that hope of eternal life. And I'm paraphrasing that verse. But turn to Isaiah. We want to, I want us to see that, that, that plan for salvation, this dedication that is going to unfold God's plan for you and for me, uh, for lost sinners to come to repentance. Isaiah 53, verse number 4, the Bible tells us, Surely He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem Him stricken. And those that are still turning there, you need to read this next part of the verse because God's plan for you and I to be saved, God had to do something. Something that was very hard, no doubt, for Him to do. But He loved us that much because here in Isaiah 53, verse number 4, the verse closes out, smitten of God. God the Father smote His only begotten Son for you and for me. God's plan was unfolding. No doubt that is probably one of the hardest things, if not the hardest thing God the Father has ever done in all eternity. But yet, I no doubt I, I, I can picture tears coming down His face. 
But look at verse number 10. Isaiah 53. This plan that is unfolding, yet it pleased the Lord. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise Him. I say those tears, no doubt it, it, it hurt, but I do there's tears of joy and a smile on His face. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise Him. He hath put to Him the grief, and when thou shalt make His soul an offering for sin, He shall see His seed, He shall prolong His days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in His hand. We see the dedication to the world. But I want us to, to focus not just on to the entire world, but there's also a dedication to the individual today. Down to 7.9 billion individuals in this world and down to the one. I want us to see it. And if I were to ask a question, and, and, and I wrote it down because I had to look it up again. And uh, Luke chapter number 10, Christ is saying, uh, he's questioning with his lawyer. And this lawyer is, uh, is asking him. And Christ reminds him of the, the two greatest commandments. Uh, referring to Deuteronomy chapter number 6 and verse number 5. And that is to love God with all your heart. With basically all your being, you're to love God. And that second one, to love your neighbor as thyself. Can we get two things right today? Can we accept God's plan today to love God and to love others? Two simple commandments that we're told to do throughout Scripture. We see a dedication to the individual. And I'd like us, uh, if, you, if you'd like to turn there, First John chapter number 4, because it tells us in verse number 9, And this was manifested, the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. If we place our faith in Jesus Christ and Him alone, we live through Jesus Christ. Amen. Here in His love, verse number 10, not that we love uh, God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Here it is, verse number 11, the, the dedication to the individual. You and I, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. One another. We've been commanded, we've been commissioned uh, in the Word of God to take the, the Word of God, the Gospel, to all the world, to preach the Gospel to all the world, to every creature. And every, every Gospel has it. The book of Acts has it. We've been commanded to go. To share the Gospel. The good news that Jesus saves... We see this dedication. Second Corinthians chapter number eight, verse number eight, uh, gives us a, a picture, and it's used very uh, frequently there uh, for faith promise. And I'm going to turn there, Second uh, Corinthians chapter number eight, because if we if we understand, we have an opportunity to fulfill God's plan. And, and, and I know this is uh, speaking of uh, the offering that was sent and, uh, and here in, in 2 Corinthians 8, verse number 8, but I want us to see today, do we show our love? Because it tells us we have an opportunity each day to prove our sincerity. Verse number 8, I speak not by commandment, but by occasion for your forwardness of others and to prove. Uh, to prove the sincerity of your love. How much do we love others? How much on a daily basis do we prove our sincerity 
for our neighbors. That person that uh, you, well, hey, he's involved in sin. It's evident I see this sin. But like I share with my kids uh, last night, yes, we just like God, we are to hate the sin, but to love the sinner. Yeah. Do we still, even though they're involved and we, we can see the outright sin that they're involved in, do we still go share a gospel track with them? Or do we just, well, they're involved in sin, I can't? No. That should compel us toward them. Because if we're faithful in sharing the gospel, what might happen? We leave the results up to God. 1 Corinthians uh, uh, tells us that one planteth and another watered, uh, and, but God giveth the increase. And uh, We need not to re, uh, uh, look at the results, but understand that God is going to give the increase if we do our part. But what happens if we do, we go out there and we're faithful each and every day of sharing the gospel? Because that's what we're commanded. Turn over to Luke chapter number 15. Luke chapter number 15. It tells us in verse number 3, And he spake this parable unto them, these Pharisees, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, did not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? And when he had found it, he layeth on his shoulders rejoicing, and when he cometh home... He calleth together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Here, verse number 7. What happens when we share the good news and that individual, one of those 7.9 billion individuals, yeah. repent of their Amen. sins? What happens? Yes. Because we were faithful in doing our part. Verse number 7, I say unto you, that likewise joy shall be where? Where is joy? In heaven. Yes. Joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. And if you read verse number 8 through 10, Christ has given another parable, but He's repeating Himself. I don't know about you, but if Christ is going to take Scripture, valuable Scripture, to repeat Himself... We need to understand it is, it is important for us because there's joy in the midst of angels when one sinner repents of their sin. But finally, this morning, there's a decision that needs to be made. You and I, we must make a decision to be faithful to the plan of God. You can turn to 107, Psalm 107 uh, for me this morning. A decision that must be made. Before we read these set of scriptures, I'll share this illustration in Okinawa and Military Missions Church. There's many opportunities to go out and have fellowship. One of them was to go out deep sea fishing. We wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, meet the deckhand, drive an hour down to the dock in two and a half hours. It took us two and a half hours to get from the shoreline out into the deep water. And there the, the, the captain of the boat would tell us, hey, there's ten of you. Actually, there was only nine fishing because one was down in the cabin. He was, he was, just, he was green in the face. I'll just say that. Amen. So there was nine of us. The captain of the boat said, hey, I need you nine to line up on, the, uh, on, the, on this side of the boat. He says, I need you here. And then he would space us out and you here. 
Nine of us, just like that, all on one side of the boat. And when he'd get out to the to the dock or to the his fishing hole, he would say, Hey, now just listen to me. Follow my instruction. Yes, sir. We got there and he says, Okay, everybody line up. Bait your hook. Some of us could bait our hook, some of us had to use the deck hand, but and then he says, Just let down your line into the water. And we're like, he says, Don't cast it, just drop it in the water. And then he tells us and he explains he's, he's Japanese and he's telling us in broken English. And he says, all I need you to do is pull on the line as many times as I tell you. Because he's going to be watching where that, that, the fish finder, he's looking on that, seeing where they're at. And so it's time and we're there and uh, we're each lined up on the side of the boat and he, he calls out, he, say, he says, a hundred pulls and... We're a hundred pulls? I don't know about you, but that's a lot of work. That's deep. Yeah. But okay, three, you know, a hundred pulls. So I'm getting out there. Twenty-five. Fifty. I'm going a hundred. I paid my fare. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what the man said, amen. Yeah. I'm getting out there, I'm ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and I have the rod in my hand, I have a firm grip, ninety-nine. <laughs> Fish on! I was like, woo! Start reeling it in. You hear the guy over here, he's kind of counting too. 101, 102. Fish on! There's a double! Amen. We had a triple. By the end of that trip, there was a great catch. We got back to the dock and we laid the fish out on the dock, and there were 65 mahi mahi, yellowfin tuna. Great catch, a great day, all because we listened. Yes. To the captain. Well, we have a captain sitting on his throne. Yes. Saying, hey, I need you to do it my way. Yeah. My plan for you is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Are you going to decide to do that? Because we're going to see what happens in Psalm 107, verse number 21. We'll see there. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness. And for his wonderful works to the children of men, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving, and declare his works with rejoicing. Before we get to uh, verse number 23, I want us to see today that the Lord Jesus Christ says, Hey, I need you to decide if you're going to answer my plan for your life. Are you going to be that missionary that, to take the gospel to the uttermost parts? Or are you going to be a preacher of the Word of God? Are you going to get involved with the bus ministry that's going to go out in just a short while? Are you going to get into the deep waters? Yes. Or are you going to sit on the shoreline? You have to decide today. Because if we do get into deep waters, yes. if we completely submit to the plan of God. Amen. Let's see what happens in verse number 20. Unfortunately, I see here this verse starts with, uh, with a word in verse number 23. Unfortunately, it does not say all. Yeah. It says they. Yes. Some have decided. Some have not. But those, it says here, they that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, 
Here in verse number 24, it complements that word they, these, if you get out into the deep, if you answer the plan of God, the call on your life to go into all the world and preach the gospel, these see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. Do you see the decision here? 7.9 billion individuals all around the world are waiting for the plan of God, that salvation plan, to be presented and proclaimed to them. And we must decide today, will we submit to His plan for our life? Heavenly Father, I do thank You that we have an opportunity to prove our love to You and to each person around us. We need to give up uh, our earthly possessions, our earthly desires for our life, and submit to Your will to proclaim the Gospel. To get involved with the, uh, the ministry of the Gospel and uh, to, to get involved with the ministry here. Uh, Lord, I do pray for a soul to completely surrender their life to You today. And as the pastor comes up and the musician as well, I ask you, first and foremost, are you saved? We, we, we looked at John 3.16, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son for you. And it, it tells us in that verse, if you just believe in Him, if you just call on Him, you're going to have everlasting life. Do you know Christ as Savior? If not, someone today can show you from the Word of God. But I ask you, those that are saved, are you sitting on the shoreline? Have you ventured that to deep waters? Have you completely surrendered and submitted to the will of God, the plan of, that He has for your life? Are you sitting on the shoreline, satisfied with your Christianity? I pray today that you'll surrender and submit to God's plan for your life. Preacher.